uh, the Milan players that are featured in the World Cup. So, yeah, as promised, it's been an <laughs> as promised, a bit a bit delayed, but hey, yeah. <laughs> um, sorry about that, guys. But uh, anyway, so yeah, Hosni, Sergio Dest, what are your thoughts on him? Obviously, playing for the USA. Yeah, uh, Macbeth, as we like to call him in the group chat. Uh, not too bad, though I haven't seen anything special. As a right back, he still has not shown some great performances that would justify the buyout option at the end of the season. But there's still time, and USA is still in, even though they haven't really scored. The goal that takes them through to the next round could actually be from Death. He's been quite uh, offensive and aggressive on, on the field. So those are the opportunities that you know, really prove player. You got to, you know, do big things in big games, as people know. But then again, it's uh, time will tell. Uh, maybe this World Cup could be the turning point for Des. This could be where his valuation uh, matches what Real Madrid, uh, sorry, uh, Barcelona, uh, have expected of him. Uh, but it's all going to be Milan's benefit as long as he gets minutes on the field. That's great. How about you, Shane? Do you think it's going to be a positive for World Cup for Sergio Dest? Yeah, I mean, so the way I look at the way I look at Dest, I guess, so if we look at the marking of how the left-hand side is in defence, um, our, our world-class defender isn't really a good defender. He's amazing going forward. So I think potentially, uh, you know, I'm talking about Hernandez, obviously. So, I mean, if that's the blueprint for, you know, success and they want to try that, um, I definitely do see a lot of potential going forward. Uh, for Dest, so yeah, um, look at kind of, yeah, I, th- I think it like kind of like what you said, I think going forward, he's going to be good. There's maybe uh, a couple of issues with him defending, but again, there's issues with Hernandez defending, so you know, maybe to be fair, in today's... yeah, <laughs> yeah. To, be, to be fair, and of course, we'll speak about Theo a lot later. Uh, Theo hasn't had to do a lot of defending, so. The pressure has been quite a lot and that's to prove that he's equally a defender and also a, a right back, right wing back uh, option. But yeah, uh, I agree with what you said. True. How about the next player that we have on our list, Mr. Simeon Kerr? Yeah, so I said it a couple of, well, I said it, I think it was kind of during the, the last podcast where we recapped the, you know, the players' performances over the season, so the Milan players, I think Kier has kind of lost it a bit. I think what was saving him was he was very precise, he was very sharp. I'm not seeing this, and obviously the Denmark uh, coach slash manager, slash depending on what side you sit on, um, but the coach manager of Denmark, he's, he's kind of maybe seeing that he's lost the uh, precision as well. I know he started the first game, but the second game, then it was, you know, it, I, I, I think we should sell him. I mean, you know, what, what do you think? Well, there's two things that uh, Kier stands up for. One is primarily his leadership, and that's why he's captain of the Danish team. Uh, in the first game, didn't look that great. Uh, you're right. Uh, coming off the long-term injury, no player is ever going to look the same. But the one thing that we would like to see is that these players do pick up and eventually get back to their old and their prime self. For a defender, Kier's age is not bad. Uh, but it's just that in the World Cup, the competition is and you know trying to defend against uh, players like Mbappe. Fortunately, he didn't have to it. do that. 
but play against France. Trying, yeah, <laughs> trying to defend against those caliber of players, it's going to be tough. And if you're coming off for a long-term injury and you know you're not up to 100%, thrown in the deep end, you're going to struggle. So I understood why he didn't play the, the second game. And hopefully, maybe you could say that this World Cup is also in a way... Uh, a training ground slash like a warm up for him to get back into the team for the remainder of the season, but for the case of uh, Simon Kia, I wouldn't say that he's had a uh, a great uh, a great World Cup so far. Uh, Denmark overall, uh, again, Denmark is one of those teams whereby uh, they're good, they're ranked quite well, uh, Euro wise, uh, not bad. But then again, it's uh, it doesn't look. For, to me, my personal opinion, it doesn't look like they have a great chance of making it through to the next round. True, true, true. So what about uh, CDK? CDK, and I'm probably going to go on uh, a little bit about him. Uh, he, he came on today uh, as a substitute. Now, Belgium, if you look at the FIFA rankings, and everyone who speaks about Belgium, they keep referring to the rankings. Today, it proves that Belgium as a team... They're not worthy of a ranking <laughs> of number two in FIFA. And CDK coming on, and he played the last part of the second half where they lost the game to Morocco. Wasn't great. Still some issues. He's still not looking solid on the ball. And Belgium has a lot of physical players like uh, Lukaku and Batshuayi. I mean, those guys, they're, you know, they're big and they're, and they're built so they can hold up their own up front. But CDK, I'm sorry, guys. A lot of what we see in uh, Milan and his performances... I'm seeing a lot in the Belgian national team. So he's there and you could say the fact that Sal Mekas has been in the Belgian team before and he might have even made it into the World Cup squad had he not been injured this season. Maybe it's a case whereby they don't really have that much of a bench just, just like us. But for CDK, uh, everyone has hoped that this would be the World Cup whereby he regains his confidence. But I'm not seeing it, guys. I'm really not seeing it. You think any differently, Shane? So I think I, I 100% the, the talent is there and I like uh, I think the let's say the Belgian coach is probably guilty is the same thing as Pioli slash Maldini slash Massara like the, the the potential is definitely there the problem is is that this, this is a player that's playing with no confidence so whatever confidence he came in with to Milan, he suddenly lost it because he's came from the Belgian league, which look, it's it's not to the standard of the Italian league. And now he's gone in against people that can actually defend. So I think he's kind of carried that with him to the World Cup. I still think it'll work out. I still think he'll be a great player. Um, but just this World Cup, I think it's a write-off for him. You know, even if Belgium get through, uh, which after this Morocco result, I mean, it's up in the air. But... Yeah, I'd give him another year and let's let's you know let's recap on on what CDK is doing, you know. Assuming he gets another year, you know, because he might be off, ending up going to the Premier League on a loan or on a you know or on a transfer. That'll that'll show you how impatient that Milan have gotten since there's actually money in the pot now. But that's a different conversation. But uh, yeah. It, it hasn't been great uh, for what I've seen from the Rocco game. I think especially he was thrown on too late. Um, he, se- he seems to get himself in a good position, but then he's just either too early or too late. And it's very frustrating, but I'm thinking it's probably frustrating for him as well. So hopefully he'll, uh, he'll kind of, you know, he'll cap on as things go. But uh, 
Yeah, so next one, uh, Theo Hernandez, what do you think? Well, yeah, uh, well, Balotelli is next to CDK, but we're not going to speak about him because he's... <laughs> no, there's he's no injured. point in even talking about Balotelli because he's, he's been like he has been from Len, just, you know, invisible. So, yeah, we'll skip him. Well, uh, straight on to Theo then. It's uh, amazing. Capital A, amazing for Theo Hernandez. This is a symbol of our team. He renewed with the club, so we don't have any lingering problems about just like a player that we we'll speak about later. Uh, and he wants to stay at the club. Have you seen his uh, crosses? Good connection. Undoubtedly, France they have a lot of uh, highly rated and amazing players up front as well. So we know when those crosses when they connect, he's going in the back of the net. And the partnership with the player that we're going to speak about next uh, is great. Uh, and this is where Theo is really in his element because what you see is that they are so offensive, France, in most of their plays. Uh, that he's comfortable being up front as well. Where he's been pushed to defend, uh, still not a bad player, but it could be a, a mistake that's waiting to happen. And, you know, France, they haven't, they, they didn't keep a clean sheet in the recent game as well. But I, I wouldn't fault them on that. Oops, did we lose Shane? Shane, I think uh, we lost you there a bit. Sorry, guys. Bit of a technical issue. Shane, can you hear me? Hello, Shane. Let me see if I can fix this. Sorry, guys. You're going to have to fix this. Give me a moment, please. Shane, are you there? Can you hear me? Shane, can you hear me? All right, let me face that back. Okay, well, uh, while we're fixing this technical uh, issue, I'm going to speak about Giroud. Uh, well, Giroud has been you know, simply amazing up front. He's equal to Thierry Henry's tally, uh, something that's been widely reported. Uh, let me see this. Sorry, got a chat from Shane. Okay, she's having some connection problems, but yeah, we're gonna speak about uh Giroud. Yeah, uh well, uh still excellent up front. And uh yeah, one thing I'd like to say about Giroud is that you know, despite his age, he can do a lot of things that younger players uh can't do, especially in the attacking uh, position. So a lot of the teams, where, and this is the reason why we're seeing a lot of these 0-0 zero, zero, uh, matches or 0-0 zero, zero first halves, is the fact is that they don't really have a dominant striker. Giroud is one of those dominant strikers. So despite his age, I, I don't see why he's not valued highly as well. It's easily, you know, 20, 30 million. Why not?
Yeah, well, uh, I <laughs> no problem. Okay, sure. Yeah, well, uh, while waiting for Shane, let's speak a little bit more about the World Cup and what I wanted to mention about that is statistic. Why are there so many zero zero draws in this World Cup? Uh, is it a case? And you know, tell me what you think in the comments. Uh, is it a case whereby the players are afraid of you know putting themselves uh, out there a bit too much? Uh, the reason being is that they still have quite a significant amount of uh, season minutes, season games to go, or they're so afraid of conceding that they are not willing to commit themselves uh, into these dangerous positions. Uh, Shane is back on the. Yeah, Shane, I can hear you. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, Shane, we're speaking about the uh, Giroud. Uh, I can't quite see you on the screen, but yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so sorry are. about that. Ah, oh, awesome. I'm here. No, so. Um... Yeah, so Giroud is just a beast. I mean, you know, for a player that's the age that he is, um, again, just not doing anything different for France than what he's done for Milan, especially, and Chelsea, and Arsenal, and, you know, teams before that. He's very professional, comes in, does his job. Absolute star, absolute legend. He doesn't really get enough credit nor praise from the press. Um, you know, I mean, he's 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 an old style striker, scoring old style boring goals, which is basically creating the goal himself. Um, you know, cannot speak highly enough of this guy. The only the only difference is obviously Theo. Like talking about the French squad, Theo for me, obviously younger player. Um, you know, his his value is shot up undoubtedly after this World Cup. So. Of course, all the Premier League fanboys will no doubt be, uh, you know, wanting to sign him for their clubs. But, uh, yeah, Giroud has just been great. I mean, can't speak highly enough about this man. He's been amazing. Really has. Um, so tell know. me, Shane, uh, you, this World Cup and Giroud playing, you could say he's starting every game now, seeing as though Benzema seems to be out of it. I, I don't know if Benzema will yeah. be out the whole World Cup or just maybe the next few games he might be back. Uh, hmm. Do you think he's able to co to carry over this confidence back into the remainder of the season? And will he be the main star if we get the second star? <sighs> so being purely selfish, right? I'd really like him just to get a bit of a niggling, tweaking muscle injury that just rules him out. No, don't say it. <laughs> and then he's fine for the first Milan game. Um but no, I think yeah, he's he has. I mean, because he he's not one of these guys that you know, and he he never really has relied on speed, or you know, he's just he's in the right. He's he's very much like in in the way that he positions himself. He's very like you know, Pippo and Zaggy, but he doesn't. He's not offside for most of the game. Um, so he's you know, I like him that way. I think I think so. I think so. Just because again, he's highly professional. Um, you know, shows up in the big games when you need him to show up. I think, yeah, he's. I I really think he could. You know. Um, I mean, look, and what did we pay for him? A million, one million. Yeah. 
and like for what he's done for us, I mean, this is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. He's he's absolute star. So happy, really happy. Yeah. Yeah. Coming back to that million, and this is a case. Uh, you know, if you compare to our other purchases, we mentioned CDKs. Everyone mentions CDKs thirty five million quite a bit, but for this team. When we tend to pay a, a little bit, you know, you're taking a smaller risk. So in the case of Giroud, yes, he came when he was, you could say, in the twilight years. Yeah? If, you talk, if you talk about the other leagues, it, they would prefer to go for a younger striker. And especially for EPL, they have the money to do so. For example, Haaland. In the case for Giroud, he came to Serie A. Uh, a lot of people said he was washed out. He was a super sub in a large, uh, towards the end of his Arsenal career. He's a bench player for Chelsea. Didn't feature much in Milan, and this is where there's the big difference. He starts for us. He starts. He can do the 90. He can do 19 consecutive games. He gets tired, no doubt. You know, any player would be. But the performance that those guarantees up front have always has always been there. And what I see, even though he's uh, what now 35, uh, 35, 36, is mm. that he's he's able, still able to adapt his game. So when he first came to us, he couldn't hold up the ball. Yeah, it's, it's just that what he wasn't used to doing. But eventually, gradually, yeah, he learned how to hold up the ball, build the chemistry. He has that experience. Uh, and you could see the, the difference yeah, uh, between the EPL, how, how, he, how he was in EPL and with Serie A. Uh, I think it's night and day. You could say that maybe we've turned back the clock on Giroud quite a bit. So can he <laughs> go a few more years? Yeah, in my opinion, he could. And mm. what's important is that as long as he still keeps delivering those goals, still very uh, crucial towards our attack, I, I don't see a, an alternative to Giroud. And uh, for the younger players that we're looking to bring on to our team, be it in the winter Mercato or in the next transfer window, uh, Giroud is going to be crucial because him performing is able to buy time for these other players to really get into the group of things. And I know that uh, a lot of other fans like to give players time, especially when they join the club. But Giroud, you know, invaluable <laughs> on so many fronts. For 35 million. Exactly. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. 35 million. Okay. So, how about the last player that we have on our list? Rafael Leal. Could we call him a $100 million man or a $150 million man? I mean, judge it. So, it depends. So, based on ridiculous, not based in reality prices, aka the Premier League, I think he's $200 million. Um, I think he's... So, yeah. I, so, I think this is... It, you know, he, him playing like he's been playing has been great, just like Theo, just like Giroud. Um, just because it's kind of, you know, oh, who does that player play for? Or oh, AC Milan. Oh, oh, okay. You know, this is great. Brings brings a bit of uh, interest back into Milan. But uh, I, I think this is, you know, I think we're, I think we've seen our last game. I think Fiorentina's last game, unfortunately, for Leo. So, yeah, it's um, it's kind of bittersweet, really, because great player. Uh, really think he's a future Ballon d'Or. Fully deserved as well. Uh, very physical. Just a great player all around. And I think we've we've seen the last of him in the Milan jersey. And it really hurts me to say that, because to be honest, I mean, I, I can see this guy scoring a hat-trick in the Champions League final. Or if he's not scoring a hat-trick, he's setting up two goals and scoring one, you know. So, unfortunately, we're going to lose him to the likes of maybe Chelsea. Um, he probably won't get any time in Chelsea. 
and uh, my playing for two games realized that oh you know he has to learn the league as well he won't get time probably be sent on loan uh screw up his career a la Kessie and be last receiving I really want him to stay I don't think he's going to stay but I hope he's a great World Cup because he deserves it as a player he's been great and he's just shown shown how great he is what about what about you what are your uh, thoughts on it fully agree with you uh one thing that uh a lot of people don't mention enough and you, you're you're 100% right about about this the more great players that we have in the international stage it also elevates the profile of the club as well because people will keep and you know they they used to talk about AC Milan in, in the in the likes of Real Madrid and especially the commentators so now that we're getting those players onto the field and or at least stage, the fears as well let's be honest <laughs> Oh, those were the days. I think you're talking about the... Yeah. It might be ancient history to some by now. <laughs> not even, not even. I mean, any, you know, any club, any club that used to play Milan in the in the Champions League uh, outside of the Panther era, but we were feared, you know, and rightfully so, you know. Yeah, but for the case of Liao, you could argue that he's done his job. So he's won a Scudetto. He, uh, his valuation is really high. If he delivers in terms of... Uh, Clubs willing to pay that hundred plus, hundred fifty million. Can you really argue that he hasn't really given back to the club? He, he got us a trophy. What more could you ask for the guy? If he wants to go make his money, then you know uh, we should see him. And uh, I know a lot of fans don't really have uh, negative uh, thoughts about uh, Cassie. In this, in that way, is if he wants to make his money, then go. Cassie didn't. He left on the free, so he didn't uh, give us anything in return uh, in terms of the transfer mm-hmm. fee. But he's going to, he's probably going to Fulham or Leeds. So, you know, life choices, Kessie, you know. Same could happen to uh, Leo. Once yeah. in Milan, you are adored. In the league, you are recognized as the most valuable player, uh, MVP of last season. So there is a lot of capital in Serie A or in Italy for him. But you're right. Once you leave, you maybe got to start from the bottom. And you don't know how that ends up. Cassie, as you mentioned, excellent example. Yeah, I thought leaving with money, I'm sure. And I hope he's getting paid. I don't know what to deal with Barcelona these days. I hope they finally paid no, him. <laughs> monopoly money. He's getting paid in monopoly money. Because that's that's apparently how Barcelona does business nowadays. Well, I hope he yeah, buys monopoly property as well with that money. Because that's all he's going to get. A couple of greens, Cassie. Come on, man. Yeah. But those, uh, like you said, life decisions, you can take a turn and they think this grass is green on the other side. You never know. But I wish him well. If he were to go, and I'm inclined to, towards the idea that if he leaves, leaves for big money, we're able to reinvest in the squad. We have positions that we really need to fix. Why not take that 100 plus, 150 million? It can be put to good use. And the one thing about the league is that you don't really need a world-class team, as in 11 world-class players to win the league. We're able to do it with maybe, what, three or four, arguably. Uh, so that's where... I think we need to cement our position, become consistently champions or uh, runners-up of the league. And, you, you know, we can continue to rebuild again that legacy. Anything ahead of Inter. And hopefully one day we'll be able to eclipse Juve. But with the money um, the money in sport these days, that's going to be a bit difficult. The match-fixing. Match-fixing. The, the lack the... of Champions League medals <laughs> compared to finals. The, yeah. I know. We'll, we'll, we'll try. We'll try. Which brings me to, you know, you could say uh, a bit of the, uh, a, a tidbit towards the Serie A in the World Cup. Yesterday, we saw Orsato in the Argentina against uh, Mexico game. 
Italian refs, man. You know, they, they make a name for themselves. No one else needs to do it for them. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. Easily bought. Easily bought. But, but uh, Shane, I have a question for you. So you watched a few mm-hmm. games as well. Is there one player you could say that uh, we should be keeping an eye on for the winter Mercato or even maybe for summer? One player that you've seen? Okafor. 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 Yeah, I really okay. like him. I think he'll. Yeah, I think he's he's really gonna suit Milan if he if he joins, which he probably won't now to be honest because his price tag has gone up. And if we couldn't find the thirty million to buy him. You know, in the last window, we're not going to find 50 million to buy the same player. Um, Akafor for me, uh, it's it, yeah. I think probably Akafor. How how about you? Anyone else standing up? I'm leaning towards uh, Cody Gapko, and I, I know that we've been linked with him in the past. Uh, a huge amount of interest, not only from the from from us in AC Milan, but also from our rivals, uh, our all-time rivals, Manchester United. Uh, is it going to be you know, money versus project? Uh, despite of what Manchester United have done, I don't think they have a project. We have more of a project and we've actually proven it. So that should be a bigger draw. But just looking at his profile, him being good in the air, you know, he still has his space. Uh, I, I understand, yeah, it's still quite a bit raw, not uh, as developed as Liao in terms of how he is for our attack. But I'm seeing a player there, and especially for attack, we need goals, guys, especially for this uh, remainder of the season. We need goals. We need a lot of them. We need those clutch goals that Giroud has brought before. So Cody Gapko is the sort of player that I, I like to see, just as an option up front. Yeah, we can't depend on Kroonich all the time. Uh, but Pioli disagrees like with him. He's depending on Kroonich all the time. I think in yeah, his default squad, yeah, he has Kroonich there. It's just a matter of that's it. Who, who are we going to put in his place? In Kroonich's place. Kroonich times 11, man. <laughs> Kroonich times 11. But yeah. That's it. All right, Shane. Well, uh, I think that's our roundup of the AC Milan players. And uh, any any last words? Before we... Yeah. Uh, let's let's never have a World Cup <laughs> in, in, let's say, December or whatever it is. What is it? Yeah, November slash December again, because it completely destroys the European League season. But anyway, besides that, yeah, it's okay. How about you? Any last words? It's been interesting. Uh, A lot different than what I expected. So I had in mind that all these highly rated teams will be destroying their competition, but it has not been the case. Germany went down. Argentina went down. We've seen quite a few surprises. So that keeps it interesting, Mm. you could say. Uh, I don't think it's rigged in that sense to keep the sport alive <laughs> and away from all that controversy. But it, it's true. nice to see these other continents and teams from the other confederations uh, doing well because the, the standards improve. And this is where we see that uh, as time goes on, the gap will close because players will become better. They'll start to employ uh, better methods, training, whatever it is, tactics, able to outsmart their Very opponents. True. So the For age sure. of just uh, dominating teams, I think it's over. You know, if we disregard the Spain against uh, Costa Rica game or the England against Iran, yeah, I think those I were <laughs> yeah. easily it's out, coming home. Easily yeah. balanced by the losses yeah. by Germany and Argentina. So it, yeah. it keeps the sport fun, and everyone That's likes it. a good surprise, That's I guess. It. True, true, true. 
and I never want to hear it's coming home ever again. Definitely. Anyway, None of us do. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Apologies to all the England fans if you happen to be watching this. Kudos. All right. But I, yeah. Uh, so, no, that about recaps it. So, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, be back to you next week. Yeah. Thanks, uh, everyone, for listening. And, uh, and yeah. Thanks for everyone listening. And if you didn't know, we're also on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, Instagram, Twitter discord you know really building up that social media presence so appreciate you guys if you uh, subscribe follow us comment you know send us messages anything yeah we're just starting out so we appreciate all awesome. the support and uh thanks shane for awesome. <laughs> for the time this evening and yeah we look forward to next time all the technical issues too keeping you guys for free so <laughs> no more hopefully <laughs> no <on>. more <laughs> yeah i'm sorry thanks guys forza okay. milan forza milan everyone Italia! Italia! Italia!